do you look at the possibility of his holding these documents at Mar-a-Lago is, well, he may end up behind bars. He might end up behind bars. Of course, he has the capacity to hire an endless train of lawyers to endlessly try to delay matters. I think it's striking to me in terms of the contrast with those who have been convicted of the Espionage Act, which he's charged under, and have gone to prison as a result. And one of the characteristics of the Espionage Act is that if you were accused of mishandling or disclosing classified documents, you are not allowed to talk about why you did it as a public service or public interest defense. You know, in the case of uh, President Trump, that's sort of irrelevant. I mean, can you imagine him trying to excuse what he did by talking about why he did it? I mean, his interest was pretty apparently self. It was self-interest. Whereas there's a whistleblower from the U.S. Air Force who blew the whistle on the drone program of the U.S. military. He's serving 45 months in prison right now. And if he had been allowed to tell the jury why he did what he did, he might have never gone to prison in the first place. So are you saying that if it ever gets to a trial, President Trump will be allowed, unlike these other defendants, to reveal his intentions? It really wouldn't help him if he could. Even if he could explain his purported reasons, it would just be so self-serving. That's pretty evident from all the information we have. So it's a real contrast with the drone whistleblowers who were also not allowed to tell the jury or tell the judge in the court proceedings why they did what they did. And really, their reasons were pretty much a 180 from apparently Trump's reasons. It was about having the informed consent of the governed. It was about, in the case of the drone whistleblower Daniel Hale, letting people know that U.S. documents showed up to 90% of the people killed by U.S. drone strikes were civilians. So this is a huge difference in how these cases play out. Do you believe that President Trump was holding this information with an intention to reveal it during his campaign? It's really hard to tell. You know, this might unfold during the trial. I think that what is very relevant here is the two standards that are applied, not so much in the law, but in political environment, in terms of media coverage, because nobody has even heard about, to a large extent, the revelations and the results of the classified disclosures coming from some of the military whistleblowers. Chelsea Manning spent seven years in prison for revealing essentially U.S. war crimes. So I think it's about political culture and about how media cover the these different situations. What do you perceive to be the most serious charge against former President Trump? Well, I don't have legal expertise. I think that there's a 37-count indictment. 31 of those counts is under the Espionage Act. And there's a political context for all this, which is that he has just, according to everything we know, really abused his authority. And it's a question of, do we live under laws or are some people far more equal than others? Based on the research that you've done on so many of these other individuals who supposedly with good intentions have had this information, have revealed this information, and now are behind bars, do you feel President Trump is going to be convicted? Well, I have no way of knowing that. My crystal ball's in the shop. He has a lot of lawyers that he can keep hiring. And as we know, unfortunately, whatever the rhetoric is, if you have a lot more money, you have a lot more clout in the court system. And there are a lot of people behind bars, not only drone whistleblowers, but others who just didn't have the resources to play the judicial system the way Trump does.